Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus saw the city and wept over it, because it did not recognize the time of God's coming. Let us confess our part in the self-centeredness and sin of the life of our community. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry, humbly repent. Give us our sins, known and unknown. Things we have done, things we have told you. Amen. God, who was rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit so that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. 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 Oh, <laughs> 
Let us pray. Almighty creator and ever-living God, we worship your glory eternal three in one, and we praise your power majestic one in three. Keep us steadfast in this faith, defend us in all adversity, and bring us at last into your presence, where you live in endless joy and love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, verses 1 to 8. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lofty, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphs were in attendance above him. Each had six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet and with two they flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The pivots on the threshold shook at the voices of those who called, and the house filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs threw to me, flew to me, holding a live coal that had been taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. The seraph touched my mouth with it and said, now that this has touched your lips, your guilt has departed and your sin is blotted out. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. To fallen soldiers let us sing Where no rockets fly, no bullets ring our broken brothers let us bring to the mansions of the Lord. No more beating, no more fight, no prayers pleading through the night. 
Just divine embrace eternal light in the mansions of the Lord. Where no mothers cry and no children weep, we will stand and guard or the angels sleep. All through the ages safely keep the mansions of the Lord. gospel is from um, John chapter 3. This is the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it came from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Join the 
There are two big problems with the Trinity. The first one is that it's a bit of a stretch to understand conceptually. What we would call the doctrine of the capital T Trinity emerged in the fourth century, and it basically says that God is one in essence, distinguished in three persons. That's simple enough, but once you get beyond that, it starts to get a little bit complicated. And it gets even more complicated when you realize we're bouncing between Greek and Latin and English. And at some point, you feel like you just need to lie down. We're not going to get into that problem today. We are going to get into the second problem with the Trinity, which is why should anyone care? Even if you can understand it conceptually, why should you? Wouldn't that brain space be put to better use by memorizing the Met schedule or something? Well, it helps to remember here that the Trinity emerges from people trying to make sense of their experience. If you read the Hebrew Bible, you hear over and over again that God is one. The Shema, the famous prayer from the Hebrew Bible, begins, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. But the experience of the New Testament writers was that God couldn't be understood without reference to Jesus. And you couldn't understand what God had done in Jesus without talking about the Holy Spirit. And so they were trying to come up with some way to talk about how God has acted throughout history. And that's the word that I want us to focus on today. Act. Not just who God is in theory, but how God acts in our lives. 
Where do those acts come from? And what are those acts for? When we say that God is one in essence and three in persons, what we're trying to say is that there's no discord, there's no friction, there's no conflict, no disagreement within God. There's just love. There was a Catholic theologian who used to sum it up by saying, you know, God loves being God. So whenever God acts, God acts out of love. When God loves us, it isn't because we're lovable, but because the love that's at the very heart of God's being is overflowing into creation and our lives. As St. John's Jesus so beautifully puts that in today's gospel reading, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. The key phrase in that is, for God so loved. In fact, you could imagine putting that phrase before every promise God makes in our worship today. Because God loves, your sins are forgiven. Because God loves, word of God, word of life. Because God loves the body of Christ given for you. Because God loves, go in peace. And you could even imagine taking that and putting it in front of every experience we have in life. Because God loves a new day. Because God loves new relationships. Because God loves new beginnings. Whenever God acts, God is always acting from a place of love. Now, this probably sounds pretty obvious. God loves what else is new. But we know it's not the only option. We know it's possible to act from other places. All of our actions come from somewhere. Sometimes we act from a place of fear. We try to avoid uncertainty, and so we close ourselves off to anything that isn't what we're used to. We'd rather certainly fail in a way that's comfortable rather than risk succeeding in a new way. Sometimes we act out of shame. When we feel like we're the wrong sort of person or undeserving of other people's respect, we close ourselves off from others. Shame makes it harder to trust because when we don't love ourselves, we think other people can't really love us either. And sometimes we act out of resentment. It isn't enough for me to be right. You have to be humiliated. And to be completely honest, resentment is probably the one of these I worry about the most here at church. Because resentment takes people who are thoughtful and generous and makes them just impossibly cruel. What all of those have in common is that they're reactive. So often the place that we act from in our lives is determined by the actions of others. We react to fear of the outside world. We react to what we think others think about us. We react to perceived slights at the hands of others. And whenever we react to others, we let them set the agenda. But the love of God isn't like that, John tells us. It isn't reactive. It isn't just responding to some other force in the world. It isn't just rushing around, putting out fires, trying to justify its existence. It animates and sustains itself. 
The love of God is, as our opening hymn puts it, the energy that never tires. It's always there animating our lives and sustaining our community. That love is what we act from. That's what we live from. That love is what we draw from. And not only that, but that love is what we act for. That divine life of loving communion that we encounter in Father, Son, and Spirit is what we believe that God intends for all of creation. When we pray that people would experience divine life, that's what we're praying for. That they would experience the kind of life that God experiences. Life that has integrity, life that has support, life that is animated by love. To confess that God is Trinity is to say that God empowers us to live in those kind of relationships. Relationships of reciprocity where our flourishing is bound up with one another's flourishing. The reason that we work for equity and justice is so more people might experience life as a reflection of God's loving communion. We reject misogyny, racism, nationalism, homophobia as sinful because they are idolatrous, because they inject our own divisions and biases into God's perfectly loving communion. They bring hatred into a community that is acting from love. That image is perfectly captured in one of my favorite hymns about the Trinity. Great God, your love has called us here. You probably noticed we don't sing this hymn on Trinity Sunday. We sing it on Maundy Thursday usually because it has a line in it about towels. But it has this beautiful phrase at the beginning that sums up what life in the Trinity is all about. It goes, Great God, your love has called us here as we by love for love were made. We by love for love were made. That's really what it means to confess God as Trinity. Not to recite a definition, not to memorize some theory, but to trust God's promise that we were created by love in the beginning and we are created for love at the end. With God, the Father, Son, and Spirit, we too act from love for love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
everyone who does evil hates the light. They will not come in into the light because they fear their deeds will be exposed. But God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world. unmute yourself as we join the church around the world confessing our faith using the words of the Apostles Creed. I believe in, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, I believe in the Holy Spirit, Holy Catholic Church, the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. <clears throat> Alive in the risen Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, we bring our prayers before God who promises to hear us and answer in steadfast love. We pray, O God, for your holy church around the world. Revitalize and renew us that we may be reborn once again through the waters of baptism and the blowing wind of your spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Yeah. <laughs> We give you thanks for your power revealed to us in creation, for cedar and oak trees, for rushing waters, for the echoes of thunder. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the nations and our leaders, that led by your spirit, they may work toward a world where all your children enjoy peace. We pray especially this week for the people of Angola and Mozambique. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for healing for all those who suffer, especially victims and survivors of trauma or violence. Give respite to those living with PTSD 
and any other mental health concerns. If you have any other petitions, I invite you to offer those at this time. The family of Don. Lord, in your mercy. God, enlarge our hearts that they may be big enough to receive the greatness of your love. Stretch our hearts so we may take them to those around the world who with me believe in Christ. Stretch our hearts so that it may take into all those who are not lovely in my eyes and whose hands I do not want to touch. Lord, in your mercy. With thanksgiving, we remember those who have died. Keep us in communion with all the saints until we at last find our rest in you. Hear us, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We offer these prayers in the name of the one who causes the oaks to whirl, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Peace be with you, everyone. Peace. Peace of the Lord to everyone. Peace. Peace to everyone. Peace to the Lord. Hey, dry and everyone. <laughs> dry and uh, warm, everyone. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. You have blessed us with our bodies, our minds, our hearts, our communities, and the resources of this earth. Lead us and guide us to use these gifts in accordance with your will for the sake of the one who is with us to the end. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. 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 And may the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. We give you thanks, Father, through Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, whom you sent in this end of the ages to save and redeem us and to proclaim to us your will. He is your word, inseparable from you, through whom you created all things and in whom you take delight. He is your word, sent from heaven to a virgin's womb. He there took on our nature and our lot and was shown forth as your Son born of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary. He, our Lord Jesus, fulfilled all your will and won for you a holy people. He stretched out his hands in suffering in order to free from suffering those who trust you. He is the one who handed over to a death he freely accepted in order to destroy death, to break the bonds of the evil one, to crush hell underfoot, to give light to the righteous, to establish his covenant, and to show forth the resurrection. Taking bread and giving thanks to you, said, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we take this bread and cup, giving you thanks that you have made us worthy to stand before you 
and serve you as your priestly people. Send your spirit upon these gifts of your church. Gather into one all who share this bread and wine. Fill us with your Holy Spirit to establish our faith in truth that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ, through whom all glory and honor are yours, Almighty Father, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, now and forever. Amen. 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 And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Lord in heaven, heaven. Taste and see, the Lord is good. Do I taste it? Let us pray. <laughs> Holy and healing God, in this meal you have given us your very self to eat, and you have made us one in Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female. So as we go forth from this place, take us by the hand and free us from fear, so that we might sing your praise with our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. 
time we open things up for any announcements joys and concerns did anyone have anything that you wanted to share with the congregation no i i don't see anyone i have a couple things i want to let you know i'm going to put a link in the chat right now oh no what did i do here we go okay um so the link i put in the chat are you going to cooperate here we go um, is for the prayer list. Um, I've been setting the prayer list back up. That's been on hiatus for a while. Um, it's available. It's on the This Week at Advent page where all the stuff for the weekend worship is. If you have a name that you would like to submit, please, there's a Google form there. I just put the link in the chat. You can just submit name, sort of broad reason why they're asking for prayer, uh, and then your name as well. So please make use of that. Uh, the June newsletter is going to go out. The digital copy will go out on Wednesday. It should go in the mail Thursday, probably. Depends when I can get in the building. Um, so please give me anything for that by end of the day on Tuesday. And then the last thing is the Memorial Day commemoration is tomorrow at 10 a.m. outside Wyckoff Reformed. I think Dave Swenson is going to be there with me. Uh, they're asking for masks or distance, and I believe it's canceled if it rains because Wyckoff Reformed isn't indoors now. Uh, so that is what I have, but uh, I invite you to keep an eye on the newsletter when that comes out this week. And I invite you to receive the blessing. Almighty God, you have revealed to your church your majesty and love as one God in Trinity. Give us grace to continue steadfast in the confession of this faith and constant in our worship of you. And may Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, live in love. Thanks be to God.
beautiful too. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Are you up to do this?